This is Leave Your Mark. I'm Vince Cortez, and today's guest is Matt Aaron. He's a visionary with the rich background and is the president and CEO of Special Olympics Pennsylvania. Through the power of sports, Matt has dedicated a career to empowering individuals with intellectual disabilities. In addition to Matt, we have two outstanding athletes with us today, Jordan Howard, a senior with remarkable skills and enthusiasm, and Clara Wallace. Both are a part of the unified sports embodying the spirit of inclusion and unity. Thank you for you all being my guest here today. Great to be with you, Vince. Hi there, and welcome. Now it's time for America's favorite podcast, Leave Your Mark, with your host, Vince Cortez. If it's fly, loose fit it, it's Cortez. If freeze and chubb is in it, it's Cortez. Leave Your Mark is about inspiring the world, one guess at a time. Pass the word from Brooklyn to Pittsburgh, from urban to suburb, it's Cortez, you heard? And here is our host, Vince Cortez. What I want to do is, is we're going to get a little background before we talk about the Unified Champions program. And uh, we're going to introduce Matt to uh, everyone and give us a little background on him and how he arrived at where he is as the president and CEO of the Pennsylvania Special Olympics. So, Matt, you're an East Coast fellow born in Snow Hill, Maryland. Uh, parents, Pat. And Brad, you have one sister, and you went to Snow Hill High School. Um, right. Upon graduation, you go to the U.S. Naval Academy, and you're taking up aerospace. Um, just a quick one on that. How does someone who's in aerospace find his way over to the Special Olympics years later? Yeah, it's been it's been an interesting but but very fun journey. Um, after I graduated from the Naval Academy, I, I had a degree in aerospace engineering and I went down to Pensacola, Florida and started flight school and uh, became an aviator in the Navy. But the, the connection over to eventually being at Special Olympics was very early in my Navy career. I started doing volunteer work in the community because even though military service is serving, I always felt like I needed to give back. And I also felt like I needed to have a closer community connection. Where I grew up on the Eastern Shore, Maryland and Snow Hill was a very small area. Everybody knew each other and, and you had that connection. And after I left the Naval Academy and went off and started my career, um, I initially felt like that was was missing. And so volunteer work gave me that opportunity to uh, build some of those connections. So it was really that early experience in my Navy career that started me on a journey that led to making a career change and and that ultimately led me years later to Special Olympics Pennsylvania. So now then as far as special you're you're in the general area where you're at what what I'd like you to do um is for the audience explain the purpose of the Special Olympics and a little history about how long it's been around and how it's evolving. Yeah, I would love to do that. So Special Olympics is an organization, probably all of your audiences will be familiar, at least with the name Special Olympics. Everybody knows Special Olympics. And uh, one of the wonderful things about our brand is everybody has a great favorable impression of Special Olympics, but a lot of people don't really understand what we do. So Special Olympics was created by Eunice Kennedy Shriver. Uh, it started back in 1968. So we're more than 50 years old now. Uh, and the sole purpose of Special Olympics is to help people with intellectual disabilities 
And we do that by providing sports training and competition opportunities for people with intellectual disabilities. Uh, we've been around and we've been growing and changing for 50 years. And one of the ways that we're changing now as we move into the next 50 years is through our unified programs. You mentioned uh, earlier the Unified Champion School Program. Uh, unified Sports in general, Vince, is a program that brings together our athletes, Special Olympics athletes, individuals with intellectual disabilities, and they're on teams with people without intellectual disabilities. So that's the unified meaning. We do that in the community. We do it in all of our sports. But where we're really seeing a big impact is when we do it in schools. And we're doing that through the Unified Champion School Program. And of course, we have a, a couple of athletes from that program with us here today to talk about their our experience. Uh, I'm sorry, to talk about their experience uh, with that program. But we really see that being being the wave of the future because it brings people with and without intellectual disabilities together. And how recent is the Unified program been incorporated in what the Special Olympics does? The program itself has been around for more than 30 years. So it goes back to the 1980s, but it's really taken off in the last uh, 10 to 15 years. Uh, we get some support nationally from the US Department of Education and that funding has really helped us grow it nationally and even globally. Uh, and here in Pennsylvania, we've now grown. Uh, this year, we will be in more than 400 schools around the state of Pennsylvania. And so it's becoming a really important part of who we are and what we do. Uh, and now we're looking uh, at trying to create more opportunities when students graduate from school, that they've had these great experiences and unified while they were students, that we're now trying to grow that program into the community and give our, our athletes lifelong uh, opportunities to be part of it. Uh, we now serve about 15,000 athletes around the state. Mm. And while that's a great number, and we have 22 different sports that we offer year round in three different seasons. So there's always something happening. Uh, but as great as that is, we know there's a lot more opportunity. We're currently serving less than 5% of the eligible athletes. Wow. So one of the things that we're envisioning is we'd like to see our program grow from where it is today with about 15,000 athletes to uh, in the future serving th at least 30,000 athletes by 2030. And we think Unified is a big, big part of the way we'll do that. That's exciting. Now, we'll come back to you and I'll include you in on my final question. But at this point in time, what I'd like to do is bring Jordan Howard into the conversation. Jordan, are you on there? Uh, yes, I am, sir. How are you doing today? Um, I'm doing all right. I'm doing good. Um, uh, it's actually uh, kind of cold outside. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, now, what I want to do is, is you, how I want you to share with me um how you or the initial inspiration that motivated you to become a special olympics athlete um i how i got to this far um well the problem is i just got to this far that um uh, mrs st pierre wanted me in the uh, in the team and i said okay i'll do that and see what happens and I mean, I already did it, and uh, I don't know how I got that this much special. I mean, um, when um, Bocce started and for the year, I decided to say, why not be enjoying in Bocce? And um, 
instead of the other sports um that I used to because I used to play uh, I used to uh wrestle um back in those older days. <laughs> um, but not anymore since COVID hit. Um COVID happened to all of us and changed our lives and wow. Um I had to quit but uh, wrestling and then when Bocce came around in the school here, um, I decided to join as well instead. Okay, so your banner back there, Ligonier Valley's where you're going to school and you're a wrestler. So um, do you have other classmates that that uh, you wrestled with that are along with you in your journey now? Or how did you arrive at, you know, the COVID came and here you are and you got... Uh, quite an event that you're getting to participate in so um your journey then looking uh what are some of the memorable moments that you've had in your special olympics journey that stand out to you well um when wrestling started um when i was i think it was 15 or 16 17 years old or so it's probably two years three years ago and and when 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 it happened, um, I just started. I just started to know that um, to put the person down. When someone wants to wrestle me back, I have to wrestle them back because. Um, and how did that lead you to botchy? Huh? How did that lead you to botchy? That lead me to botchy when um, um, they had the one. They wanted me to have for backup. If like just for backup, if one captain's down or a co-captain's down, then I'll be the next one. So what are you most proud of being a captain? Um well winning actually. winning winning games that we did last night. It was crazy how we did it last night and, and the day before, Bobo, but it it's crazy how we actually won we actually won last year too. And it was crazy how we won last year when we got to in Pittsburgh for the port punch. So last year was our school's first year of having a team, and we made it pretty far into playoffs. So Jordan was very excited about that. <laughs> yeah, yes, it was. Jordan, what is your favorite part about Special Olympics and why? My favorite part of Bocce is, uh, well, having the team together and – um and having a good time and enjoy our time the rest of the entire evening and lets us have our exercises sitting around do nothing in a chair because that's not going to help your health and your life i mean and actually staying behind screens is not a good idea in part of your life to do as well i agree with that connect with us on linkedin be our friend on facebook follow us on twitter and instagram you are listening to listening to beans cortez we just want you to leave your mic i want to bring clara in clara how did you get involved in this uh special olympics unified program um so when I was in middle school, I used to go down in our free period to talk with the kids, um, eighth period. And that's when I kind of met uh, Jordan and another one of our teammates, Hope. And then whenever I heard we were starting Unified Bocce and I'd be able to have the opportunity to be on a team with them, I got pretty excited about that and talked to Mrs. Sam Pierce so I could join. 
So you got yourself lined up. Now, were you playing any sports prior to this? Yeah, I run, so I do track and cross country, but I didn't have a winter sport, so this is my winter sport. This was your winter sport. Now, um, any memorable moments or achievements in your Special Olympic journey that stands out to you? Probably just watching the like our teammates getting so far last year. That was pretty surprising for us, and it was very exciting. I am honestly not the best boxing player <laughs> so seeing them shine is a lot like a lot of fun for me now what is your favorite part about special olympics just the time i have with the people on the team uh talking about the school day because we don't have free period anymore to go down and like talk to them but seeing like what all is going on in their lives and yeah, the time we get together to play. Share with me how that feels, because, I mean, that's probably the best part about the Special Olympics. It's we're, we're participating in sports and so forth, but it's the idea of the camaraderie and the, the exchange that happens, you know, before, during and after the events. So what would you find is your biggest memory from doing this so far? Spending time with the kids here playing uh it makes me have a lot more gratitude for my life, I'd say. Uh -huh. um, and it's really eye-opening, like, the things that I worry about compared to the things that they worry about as students. It's very different lifestyles we have, and it makes me take a step back and really appreciate the time I have with them. Well, the, and it's like we're, we're of the impression that um... – Jordan is the one who's benefiting the most from this. And I think all parties involved, including Matt, and being a part of something that brings us together on emotional level, such as Special Olympics, and now even further, because we're seeing the Special Olympics evolve into something much greater than it was originally intended. And you two are getting to be a part of that on that next level in the new era of Special Olympics. So um, what I'd like to do is now, this, since this is a winter sport, are you guys in the middle of season or, or what's the current situation? Um, we had a scrimmage in our first game yesterday. Okay. And how many games are on your full schedule? Um, I believe like four or five more. Okay. So you play about a half a dozen so games. Um, what is the uh, preparation like? What is practice like uh, a day or two before a match? When practice is started, we actually head down like to the gym or to the cafeteria and practice there. And we actually do it three to, to four o'clock in the in the evening. Um, we only do do it on Mondays through Tuesdays. Um, depends on the situation, how the schedule is, or um, when. Um, sometimes it's canceled, and then we have to um, go on go on for our um, day and then for our lives. Now, a, a lot of people, I don't know if they're familiar with bocce. Can you explain to me what a bocce match is like and about the length of time that it takes? And, and what is what is the end score? So uh, bocce, you roll out a smaller ball called the polina. And then the goal is to get 
the rest of your ball is closest to the polina. And we each, there's like frames are what they're called. Okay. And the game is about like a half an hour. And, and how many frames are in the in that game? However many you can get in, uh, really. Um, and there's four players on each side of the court, and they take turns. Rolling. Oh, wow. Okay. So now then there's full-blown teams. Um, so is that clock and that is there pressure involved then when that thing's winding down to the last 30 minutes you're trying to get your throws in and everything like that yes and um last night actually we were down by four in the beginning and we made a comeback to win 10 to 4 10 to 4 okay so uh jordan you were participating in that last night um yes yes i was sir pretty was. exciting huh uh-huh it was it was how did it feel with a comeback victory what, what did that feel like i mean i don't to say this but i felt good <laughs> <laughs> that's the feeling of a winner okay so what i'd like to do is this um as far as this goes do you see yourselves both continuing to participate in this I mean, when when the time comes and when we graduate, then I'm pretty sure we could do this, or maybe maybe not, but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we're both seniors this year. So. Okay, so you're coming this senior year. You're in your senior year, but this yeah. is great. So what I would like to do then is is uh, ask you. I'll ask you first, Jordan. Um, with being involved in this and how would you like to leave your mark? How do you want to be remembered in participating in Special Olympics? I mean, maybe, uh, maybe in the hall and in the, in the, in the, in the trophy cabinet or something like that. That's a good place to be remembered in a trophy case there. That's pretty special. Mm -hmm. How about you, Claire? How would you like to leave your mark? Um, I would, I hope that I encourage other students to try it out because it's very rewarding um and just I hope that I'm remembered on the team as someone who they could talk to or a good person to listen this is excellent you're both getting fulfilled from this is uh, special olympics is is a really a great place it's exciting to see you guys evolve and what you're getting out of it and how it's helping you through life and have a, a, a bigger scope of what's going on uh, for both of you, you know, or all involved. Now, what I would like to do is, is uh, see, Matt, are you still there? I'm still here. Okay. Um, what I'd like to do is, is we're going to wrap up the interview now, and I, I want to thank you for making the students available to us and, and letting them share their stories. Um, my question to you is, is, is how would you like to leave your mark? Thank you. Um, what I would like to do is see this program be in every school in Pennsylvania. Uh, I think we're we're well on our way. We hope by the end of next year, for example, that we'll be in every uh, public school in Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh public schools. But I'd like to see us be in every school um, because what you what you heard today, you you picked up on it. It's not just the impact on uh, individuals with intellectual disabilities, especially Olympics athletes. It's the impact on on 
all of the students and it really changes the climate and the the culture in our schools in a very very positive way um i could tell you if we had time about stories about um some of our athletes who uh used to use wheelchairs and they're now walking through their participation and, and being inspired in this program or uh, an athlete we had in Philadelphia who was nonverbal, who said his first words through being part of this program. And while those are really impactful, I think the most powerful stories are the ones like um, Jordan and Clara just shared today, the stories about friendship and how friendships and, and real connections between people with and without intellectual disabilities come out of, of being part of this program. So uh, if I could leave my mark in any way, it would be seeing more people get the benefit and the opportunity to experience this everywhere in Pennsylvania. And that's what we're working for. Yeah, I think you're doing a good job. Um, the What I like to do, because a lot of people, unless they're looking for Special Olympics, is have you provide for me the places online where we can go and get more information, find out how to volunteer or be a coach or participate in some of the things that Special Olympics doing. Yes. The, the best way is to go to our website, which is specialolympicspa.org. And there's information there on our homepage, links to find more information uh, about volunteering, about becoming a coach, about signing up as an athlete, uh, about supporting us with donations. Uh, one of the things that many people don't realize is uh, we give these opportunities to our, we provide these opportunities to our athletes completely free of charge. So the athletes and the partners who participate don't pay any membership fee or any participation fee. And so to make that possible, we rely on the generosity uh, of, of the public and our, our wonderful supporters. So uh, any way that someone would like to be involved, uh, they can find more information at specialolympicspa.org. I, I truly believe just speaking with the three of you today, the, the same way that uh, Jordan and Claire are having this experience of seeing life through each other's eyes, it, the general public and uh, the, the communities through the schools uh, will have an incredible experience besides opportunity by bringing this unified program in. Um, it, it, it's truly good for all parties involved in this inclusion is something that is is moving forward and, and can pick up speed with more exposure. So uh, I'm very grateful to have you guys come on here and share your stories and what it is you're up to. And uh, we're definitely going to take a look at the website and encourage others to do so. And uh, I want to thank you all for being here today. Thanks for giving this opportunity to, to share our story. Yes, thank you for having us. Well, thank you so much, guys. Appreciate All right, it. Jordan, you take care. You were great. Oh, thank you. You too, Clara. Thank you. All yeah, right, thank bye -bye. you. And please, please give my thanks to Coach Brooke as well for uh, helping to coordinate today. She put a thumbs up. We're good. Okay, good. Thanks for listening to Leave Your Mark today. Tune into our next episode of Leave Your Mark with Vince Cortez. Be blessed. You just left your mark. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Listen to more episodes on demand. Just click Leave Your Mark with Vince Cortez.